come back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back To that same old The names have all changed Since you hung around But those dreams have remained And they've turned around Who'd have thought they need ya Who'd have thought they need ya Hello again. Welcome to Mana Screwed. We are back, and we are better than ever. This week, we have MTG Cast's most hated podcaster, Jack LaCroix. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so good to be back. But And to be back on what I would consider one of my favorite podcasts of all time, Mana Screwed. We also have the whole effing Mana Screwed creator. An inspiration for this whole show. He's not he's not dead. He's actually alive. It is Tangent. What is up, everyone? And just so Get you know... Back. And I would like to show how much dedication Tangent has to the show right now, because he's actually recording live on the road, endangering life, limb, and civilians to get this show out the door. Yeah, yeah. Preferably I'm endangering other lives, not my own. <laughs> hey, Tangent, remember, little old ladies are three points. <laughs> It's only three. Yeah, it's only three. Yeah, actually, they changed it. Kids and women are each individually. Oh, okay. You know, this isn't a show about, I guess, necessarily that great video game from the 80s, uh, Cartality. Did you guys ever play that one? I played Carmageddon. Carmageddon? Yeah, there we go. (laughs) No, I was Spy Hunter. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I I mean... And there's always... Death Race 2000, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have Grand Theft Auto letting you run over hookers to get your money back, and, th- like, this had them easily beat by at least 20 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, somebody's <laughs> got to be cutting edge, you know? Well, that's what I find funny about most modern video games, is you have stuff like Duke Nukem, Boulder's Gate, and other games that them beat, like, easily by five years on a lot of their things. But, but, Robert, tangent, gentlemen... This is the point in the show where we all put our hands into the center and then we throw them up, okay? Because we're about to start the show. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Don't don't take your hands off the wheel. Just do it in spirit, okay? <laughs> Three, two, yay! Yay! And hey. I take it you want me to read the the news items this week? That would be great, Jack. Yeah, I think you just like the sound of my soothing voice because, like, Tangent, you've missed this, but over the weeks, Robert has subtly been pushing for me to be, like, a host of a show and, like, take drive. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really amazing. I don't know if Robert has, like, some kind of secret agenda, kind of like how he subtly influenced you to come back to the world of podcasting. But there's <laughs> something up. Yeah, he's he's been pushing me subtly. So without further ado, like, and crush on your voice. Uh, he might just, like, because man crushes are fairly common on MTG cast. Like, I have a huge man crush on the Jin's voice and uh, Marcel's voice on Monday Night Magic. Silky smooth, man. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, you know, the first five minutes, and we've already gone beyond homoerotic, so I guess I should start reading the show notes, shouldn't I? Yes. <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Man is Screwed. It's been too long. We know, we know. More importantly... Other than just us being back, I think the first thing we should mention is that MTG Cast 
has broke four million downloads. They had they'd have had five if we'd have kept going more often. I know, and I, th- I honestly think, like, this is due to the last week us introducing a female, another female co-host to the network. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I think the addition of one more lady brings in at least 10 million listeners per count. And, and <laughs> at least, like, one in ten of those millions of listeners download the show, because I just realized how horrible I was with my math there. So, yeah, it, it's, well, it's definitely... Like- it, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm just running my mouth, Andy. Go ahead. Oh, I, just, I just said, I was going to say, if we have like 10 more girls, it's probably just rivaling McDonald's. <laughs> and if we actually had 10 more girls, I wouldn't feel so weird when I said hello, ladies, into the mic, and I knew only men were listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what about Magic going under investigation? Has anybody read on this? I have, but it's kind uh, of. I want to know. Oh, tangent. I will. I'll tell you many things, but first we have to get this out of the way. Well, according to something out of based out of Madrid, there's been a complaint by the Investigations Division of the National Competition Commission, which I guess would be like the FTC in Spain, that Magic has actually gone towards being an anti-competitive product, and it's even gone so far as price fixing. But Robert, you seem like you had something to say on this. What's your opinion? We always were concerned about the fact that as the price structure would change, that it would start creeping closer towards the it's not legitimate card game, not played for something. It actually is played for legitimate amounts of money, and it can be considered gambling, which in a lot of countries gets all sorts of rules and regulations and stuff on there. It's interesting to see how this is going. This is the first place to actually enact on it and try to do something about that. You know, hmm. It's kind of scary. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's always been, like, all kinds of weird little problems with Magic when it's happened in other countries. I mean, that's like Gothenburg got turned into GP Best Buy last year. Do you remember that? Because it was about cash. Yeah, and I think, you know, it would be nice if Wizards of the Coast would step out and do something about this more so than just, like, on the spot. Oh, hey, we kind of maybe need to solve this problem with the fact that we had people who paid thousands of dollars to get here and we can't actually reimburse them for their plane ticket, you know? I, I think it would just be nice to see them say something about it, but I mean, otherwise, I really don't know how you're going to get around it because you can't supersede the law with a tournament, really. So, so you said this is in Spain, right? Yeah. So it's just ban the Spanish people from playing, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, we we just should ban. Yeah, we should ban the Spanish, the Phyrexians, um, Germans. Obviously, shouldn't be shouldn't be allowed to play mono white decks, and no no blue, no blue black control from the French either. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I mean, the French will see. As obvious by Worlds this year, year though, the French are always going to fold at the last minute anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> hey, come on now! Wafa Tapa took a top eight with blue black control, and everybody else is playing Call Blade. Yeah, 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 but Robert, Robert, it's Wafo Tapa. I mean, really, like, that's a bad <laughs> argument to make. That man could walk into a room blind with a deck of actual, like, playing cards for poker and still come out in the top eight. <laughs> I mean, Gary Thompson just sits down and the lights reflect off his hair and he wins. That is true. Love his hair, man. I, I really do, like, I, it's, see, you hear me talk bad about it every week and people might think that I hate Gary Thompson. I really don't. 
Mainly because I fear that one day I'm going to see him at an event and he's somehow going to recognize me and he's going to come up and punch me in the face. But I just want to like maybe just run up to him and run my hands through his hair just sensuously one time and run away and that would be the end of it. I, I honestly think like you know how they, when you have to get over your fear, you have to meet that fear? To, yeah, to maybe, get up? maybe you ask him if you can like if you can tell his hair the night before a major tournament just to... You know, or the the morning before, just to kind of you know get that feeling before he goes and wins the big one. Yeah, and then I can be like, I was a part of that somehow, somewhere. Yeah, the tangent. This is why we needed you back sooner because you just you don't try to say no, Jack. That's a horribly stupid idea. Don't do that. No, Jack. He has a restraining order against you. You just agree with me. I. That's and my heart goes out. To I, yeah, I celebrate all really stupid ideas, man, so I definitely promote it. Tangent, I just want you to know, earlier when we actually put our hands in, when, before we started recording, I held on to your hand a little bit longer than I held on to Robert's. <laughs> and just I really by like, my Yeah, yeah, just, just by a fraction of a second, it was there a little bit longer. And I, looked, <laughs> and I might have said, you're the wind beneath my wings in my head. Yeah, yeah. You're my hero, Jack. You're my hero. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I've needed to hear that the last two days. But, guys, I guess we should keep moving on. So, Robert, you want to talk about other podcasts, apparently? But Absolutely. we're the, one of the best ones on the network and the most underappreciated, might not Oh, but say. as one of the things that we have done in the past is we've talked about new podcasts. Like The Men of Magic, which is also another great That's podcast. podcast? Have we, yeah. have we mentioned? Have we talked about that? Okay, no. Magic was there before I even left, dude. But still, it's a good podcast, and I feel like plugging. Oh, I, it was a new one. I know. I feel like being egotistical and plugging everything that we're actually involved in tonight <laughs> because this is the return of us. And much like the Super Friends wasn't even a good cartoon, it was just kind of there. We're going to be kind of there everywhere. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Speaking of someone that would like to talk about their brand new podcast. I would like to bring in the host, the brand new podcast that we'd like to talk about tonight, and that would be the Ninja, the Silent no Assassin. Way. The Silent Assassin, Mr. KYT. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, my friend? Wow, it's been a while, J- tangents. It's been a while. Yeah, dude, it has, man. Good to hear your voice again. What's up? It's great to hear your voice. I. I... Definitely miss what is up, everyone, from you <laughs> before you sort of manage to. <laughs> Where are oh, you? You sound, you sound distant. You're on the phone or something? Yeah, dude, I'm Skyping from my cell phone while driving 75 miles an hour down the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dangerous. Don't judge him. Don't judge him. No. no. I have at least one hand on the steering wheel at all times. <laughs> I don't get it. This is your big comeback. You're gonna come back on the cell phone. We can't. We can't do this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kyt, you're missing it, though, man. That shows how much dedication he has to this. Yes. Yeah, he's doing it for the team, man. Now we were just talking about brand new podcasts, and we just happened to bring up one called Crazy Something, and I yeah. think you might know something about it. Right, Crazy Talk. Definitely. Uh, Tell me about talk. it, man. Well, I think Star City Games started amping up Legacy, and Legacy is the new craze. It even got me someone who swore, almost swore, to never play Legacy because of the prices. 
and it got me playing it. And then I felt there was just no legacy podcast. All of us sort of, not re- rehash is sort of a bad word to use, I guess. All of us just talk about the news, talk about what standard decks we play, what we draft, and et cetera. There's no one really talking about legacy. And then I just started a cast on it, even though I'm no expert on it. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> yes, but you're talking more lately. What's up with that? I don't actually know. I think I feel... <laughs> I can't answer that question. It's weird. It's people giving me good feedback. They want to hear more from me. And I, I just, I guess, I'm a lot more comfortable taking control and tired of hearing certain personalities on my cast talk too much. <laughs> Who would you be referring to? Well, Just out of curiosity. No comment. No comment. Robert Robert knows like how many crazy personalities I have on my cast, and uh, it's pretty obvious once you once you read the list of uh, people I have. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how you manage to. Uh, you got to go from one cast where you have Smitty and Jay Bush and oh, <laughs> Scotty. <Lord. laughs> you go from that insanity, and then you bring it back with your guys and John Medina. Medina can be a beast on the mic sometimes. I think he might yeah. be the most talkative person in the podcasting world, period, I think. <laughs> well, we do have was... Robert on the line as well. I mean, uh, Robert <laughs> might give him a run for his money. <laughs> Robert talks, like, if we add up all the podcasts he's, he's in, he'd probably beat Medina, but Medina can, like, in one run... Just like nonstop talking. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. I just ask questions, and I let other people do all the talking. Robert, there was a week where I was literally looking at my RSS feed, though, and your name was mentioned ten times in a row. <laughs> Don't get that rumor going again. I got my wife. I got my wife to say Tuesday, Thursday only. So, okay. <sighs> But right now, Medina's going to be talking shit about us because we're talking shit about him. No, no, no. We got we got to have KYT promote Crazy Talk a little more. Promote a little more about it. I mean, we got Alex, who's our local, one of my best friends in Magic, and a local player that's who's rated basically in Quebec. I think the ratings change a bit, but he was number one like eternal rating, and he knows what he's talking about, but still... And, and then there's Frank that's also dabbling into Legacy, and he's won a PTQ in the past. So these are people that know how to play, and they're not experts of Legacy either. We just have – we've played these casual Tuesday night Legacies at our local store, and there's obviously John, who's, John who, has, like, who has the Legacy cards, right? Like, he has every single card. So definitely he knows what, what he's talking about in terms of prices and stuff. But he's getting into it, and he wants to become – more than just a trader, or on my cast, I say he's going to become more than a knowledgeless fool that can trade cards. <laughs> yeah, we're just going through basic, like, all the more popular archetypes, and we're just taking it one deck at a time. But we had a special guest. All right, we were talking about the other podcast, which is basically recommend that if you get a chance to listen to Crazy Talk, please do so. Support our man, KYT. Support Mana Deprived. Give them some feedback, please, because every podcast loves feedback, whether it's positive, negative, or indifferent. <laughs> but I do actually want to talk a little bit of standard tonight, just a little, squeeze a little <laughs> bit in. Your thoughts, everybody's thoughts on how to stop the Cawblade Menace. Stop the what menace? Cawblade <laughs> Menace, which is Squadron Oh, 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 oh. 
Sword and Feast and Famine, and now Black for Inquisitor Kozlak. So, I don't know how in touch Tangent is. I haven't talked to him for so long. Don't know how in touch with Standard he is. Uh, to uh, get more into it. I'm working on it, but it's slow. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not the person to be asking. I would say, go poison. <laughs> Actually, last week, uh, Brian Kibler showed that poison could make top eight at Star City Games. Oh, then I was right, for sure. See, there you go. So you were on the same wavelength with him. The other fellow podcaster on this thing is in love with Black uh, Blue White Cawblade. Definitely. He will not give it up for anything. And as a matter nope. of fact, he's been tweeting Jerry asking for sideboard tips. <laughs> right. Because I haven't played the black version enough. I definitely think it's currently the best deck. It's. It feels weird because when Jun was popular, I didn't. I was one of those guys that didn't play Jun, even though it was... At one point, obviously the best deck. And I would try, no matter what I'd do, like I'd play Mythic Conscription, I'd play all these different kind of decks, or Naya, to not play Jun. Uh, but now I'm like, just play the best deck, and I've had the most success with it, so I think I should have played Jun. <laughs> well, hey, man, so, so you're playing this deck. I, I guess instead of trying to figure out what would beat the deck, what what should I'm mostly afraid. I haven't played some of the uh, Eldrazi green decks that are coming back. There's one by Rafael Levy that did well at a recent GP. And I remember, you know, when I'm used to playing control decks, I would be scared of Ayavugan and all that stuff and summoning traps. Definitely... I might be scared of that, but the deck that I've been losing the most to are, are just Mono Red or, or Boros. Car, like, their draws, some of their draws are just way too fast, and and that's what scares me the most, especially since and all the other blue-white players don't play Core Firewalkers in their sideboard anymore. They rather put other cards to better their other matchups, and right. Mono, Red, Mono Red just kills you if, if you just don't... You know, there's some of the draws... You need a core firewalker to win. Anything else is just too slow. Okay. The only you have seen one of Smitty's decks, different versions of green-white aggro have been really popular now, trying to get back into the groove with it because you can play so many awesomely powerful creatures in it, and then you can also have the removal. You can also have the removal for the artifacts, which really helps. My thing is that I think Grand Prix Dallas could be a wild case of a lot of the pros sticking with, you know, the Cawblade, but a lot of the people trying to fight it. Yeah, I never, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I know there's going to be Cawblade in the top eight. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, it's like saying the sun's going to rise tomorrow. Yes. Okay, same thing. Jack, what's it going to take to beat Cawblade? Honestly, I'm surprised more people aren't running Crush in their sideboards. That that sounds like a really idiot, idiotic way to combat it, but like the swords seem to be a serious problem with the deck. Um, and in my experience, at least, like uh, especially against versions that don't run Sun Titan, which is becoming increasingly less, Crush has been absolutely vital and game changing. Sometimes interesting technique on that one. I never would have thought of that. How much well, the energy playing, Jack? How much the energy playing? I know you play a lot of things. 
Well, honestly, I've kind of dropped off standard the last couple of months just because the the crowd at our store isn't exactly the biggest. We have maybe 12 people show up for F&M sometimes, and I'm much more an EDH than I am standard. Um, and also, right. like, to be honest, like, I have so much money invested in other formats like Legacy and stuff like that, and those, and those formats are starting to take off now, so I'm focusing a lot more on those. That, like, standard has just kind of become, you know, it is what it is to me. It's something to do on Friday night if I'm bored. But it's not really a format I just take seriously anymore. I know that sounds really stupid considering it's the most popular one out there, but I just don't really play a lot of standard anymore. Cool. There are a couple more things we should hit up here because I know KYT's got a show to do relatively soon, but let's have some fun with this. Your thoughts on the SCG Live series and what it's meant to Magic. The fact that we're getting, this is becoming more like NFL football, like the Olympics with when you watch GP tournaments. It used to be like the Olympics. You'd see like one every, oh, I don't know, four years it felt like. But now that we have SG, SCG Live and we have it every week, how much of an impact do you think it's been having on Magic itself? Uh, I think uh, it matters a lot, and I've been out of the whole thing, but I'm just, just the more coverage something has, the better usually, especially, uh, and I guess it's not even that it's more, it's that it's consistent. One of the problems with, with the old live form or live coverage is people wouldn't know when it was on. If you know that there's coverage every week, then you know when to look for it. But a lot of people didn't go out of their way to look for it before because it was just so random that you just didn't, I mean, you never really knew for sure whether or not there was going to be coverage unless it was a major, major event. Jack, what do you think? I know it's very surreal to me personally, too. Like, you used to be able to go into your card store, right? There's a bunch of old guys in the corner, and they're sitting there, <laughs> and they're talking about football and, you know, racing or whatever. And now when you walk in, they're like, well, obviously, Chapin had the better deck this weekend, da-da-da-da-da. It's a very <laughs> strange turn of events. But I honestly think that the SCG events, and especially the live coverage, has done more to just not only interest people in Magic, especially because you have really good people doing the coverage, like Gavin Verhey and Rashad and the rest of those guys, to help people get interested in it and care about what's going on with the game and care about the state of the game and what people are playing than almost anything out there. And I would almost go so far as to say it's farther than MTG cast, but, I mean, you know, we, we're we the granddaddy of all the podcasting networks out there when it comes to Magic. So I can't quite go that far, but definitely the SCG Live series has been a boon for the game. KYT, what do you think? Robert, when you asked your question, did you mean, like, the Star City Games Open or, or SCG Live specifically? The, SC, the SCG Live and Open. What is that meant to Magic? And the Open? Yeah, together. Is there together? Okay. Okay. But the, for me, the biggest part is obviously the legacy events because there were never any meaningful events that I know of. They only get one GP a year, and we only have one GP this year in, in Providence in roughly two months from now. And the fact that it's grown, like the legacy format brought more players, made it more popular, so more players are playing it. And it got me to create a legacy podcast. So I think it's doing a lot of good things for the game. As for CG Live, definitely it it makes like me and the rest of the guys at the A team wish that Wizards would do something similar for their Pro Tours. I mean, they only have four of year in a year. They're supposed to be extra special, and yet we don't get that awesome coverage until the top eight but it's understandable they obviously have their own priorities as to what they want to put their money in definitely would like to see that type of coverage 
at the Pro level. The one thing else I wanted to ask about this, the fact that what SCG Live and the Open Series has done, it's created new stars, and it's verified the fact that it also provides the ability to verify that Jerry T is possibly the most fabulous, wonderful player on the planet right now. And speaking of another fabulous, wonderful Gosh. player on the planet that would like to join in and say hello. Hey, guys, how you doing? I just got to put my headset on here. We have another person that wants to welcome Tangent back to the team. See, Tangent? See, huh. you think you're getting love, and you get lots of love. Oh, I feel so loved right now. <laughs> and the, the love is just surging through you, probably. <laughs> and speaking of a guy who holds more uh, homeless magic people on the planet, between Jay Boosh and KYT and myself, see, KYT, I told you, Scotty's wife was amazing. <laughs> and she's able to put up with Jay. So, I mean, she should get a Medal of Honor being pregnant and being able to deal with Jay at the same time. It was all right, because truthfully, like, she wasn't really awake when we were home, except for Sunday. So she really only had to kind of tolerate these guys for all of one meal and a, and a drive, maybe. So it wasn't too bad. But what's up, man? How the fuck are you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am awesome now, dude. I have to have the Mac Pacular on here. Oh, man. So, like, are, are you re-recording, or are you guys just fucking around right now? No, we're recording. No, recording. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Manuscript version 2. Back to better than ever. Let's get right. I didn't even know wow. he had Scott on, because I can't see him on my window, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> it was, I, didn't, I didn't know who he brought in. Yeah, you the dogs. There's dogs. Yeah, there they are. They're, uh, they're wrestling around at my feet because they're not used to me podcasting at this hour. <laughs> oh, What's I that? want to make I just want to ask how it's going, dude. It's going well. I I got a I got a little one due soon, and and it's just everything's crazy at work. And we just had one hell of a time at the uh, the last TCG event in Toronto, so that was awesome because I got to hang out with my boys in real life, and that was crazy. But yeah, uh, otherwise it's been really good, man. It's been it's been awesome. You know, I can't fucking win a magic game to save my life, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's fun to talk about it. <laughs> We're glad to have you back, man. It was like all of a sudden. Did Did you even have time? Like we we put out a huge shout out on on one of our casts, and we were just like, "Hey guys, like if anyone knows where Tangent is, make sure he's not face down in a pile of his own vomit. Like, is this guy still alive or what?" Yeah, dude. Uh, no, I didn't quite get that bad, but it was close. Well, no, I'll dude, back to the full yeah, the MTG Cast Network isn't the same without you guys. What can I say? <laughs> thank you, thank you, seriously. Well, we were having some fun talking about the SCG Live series and what it means to magic. And oh, yeah, got your thoughts. Well, truthfully, I, it's done two really, uh, really powerful things. And I think, in, in my opinion anyway. And one of them is it has really given just like the grinders something productive to do with their time except for being surly all day you know they've got all these events all over the states they can go to at any at will and go and grind and have fun and earn points and and do do great things you know it's it's helped to really establish and develop 
you know, a strong, consistent standard metagame instead of just, you know, like like extended that's, you know, viable or really good for, you know, two, three months out of the year while everyone's PTQing for it, and then it drops off the face of the planet because nobody gives a crap. Uh, so that's, I think, the good thing is that it, it's provided some stability to two very strong uh, – two very strong um, uh, – what the fuck is the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> Formats. Awesome. Thank you. Formats, yeah. Legacy and, and standards. So that's been fantastic. Um, but I think uh, the, the bad news is is that it also has gotten to the point where, you know, in the same fashion where standard uh, ends up um, getting really, really uh, stale towards the end, what ends up, you know, towards the end of the time that it's there, I find that happening really, really quickly. Like, the formats are being defined almost immediately, and they're just being tuned almost to maximum. And we're seeing it with Cobblade, right? Like, like we've seen all the different iterations of Cobblade now, and I think it's just kind of at the point where it's like, absolutely, you must play the, with the black. Like, it's just so much stronger, you know? But you're seeing you're seeing this, this happen at a lot faster rate. I mean, the same comparison is there where, you know, imagine back when there was no Moto. You know, and you've got all the people grinding on their own, you know, and then all of a sudden Moto came around, and, you know, Moto is like the ultimate proving and testing ground, and, you know, it sharpens the, the blade of a deck so quickly, you know, that it gets to this keen edge. And now, you know, we're, we're seeing the same thing happen with Paper Magic, because now not only do we have Moto to, to help in between, but now we've also got a place to use these things, you know, these finely tuned decks in, in actual uh, relevant days. So it's, it's something else. It's pretty crazy. But... So I think it's great. Um, it's just, you know, it doesn't without consequence, right? I have one more thing to do, and then we'll wrap up on our say our goodbyes because we want to keep this under an hour. That's our plan. Plus, we don't want Tangent driving at 75 miles an hour to, you know, crash the car, crash the truck or something like that. <laughs> I really think it makes the cast more exciting, though, because, like, we have this life that could potentially be a danger, and it's like we're doing something out of Saw. <laughs> Well, the way our podcast goes, sometimes it feels like we might be in Saw. <laughs> oh, when I see people like Swerve, man, come on. Uh, out, out of the way, right? Like, not, not towards them? Like, just, just to clarify that for our listeners at home. No comment. Oh, boy. Oh. Well, well, the last thing we've had is the non-shocking announcement that it's new Phyrexia. Skype asked me, should it have been Phyrexian pure? Let's let go around the table. We'll start with our guest this evening, KYT. Any thoughts on new Phyrexia? Actually, I'll have to pass it to Scott first. He's my dad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Uh, KYT and Jay finally realized that, yes, I am their daddy. <laughs> so, but, uh, new Phyrexia, you know what? I, I think it's uh, it's good for the Vortho storylines. It'll be really good because we finally have, like, the ultimate baddie that we can actually carry over for a couple blocks, and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, the Phyrexians always have kind of held that role, and I think it's, it's good to see them back. Uh, plus, I think it'll be really good for the last, uh, for the flavor, you know, just in general, like the world and how it changes. Like, you know, sort of like when Ra- we had Zendikar and Rise, and all of a sudden, or Zendikar and Worldwake, then Rise happened, and it, like, changed everything, like, the way that we viewed the whole, you know, universe. And I think uh, being it being that it's new for Axios should do the same thing. KYT? I, I, I'm just going to agree with Sky. I really, actually, sadly, don't have that much of an opinion on this. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. Okay, Jack? Well, I mean, why I really don't pay that much attention to flavor most of the time, unless it's there's like some beautiful woman drawn on the card, then I want to know everything about it. <laughs> I would like to say it's really awesome to have 
what is possibly like the the closest correlation I can make to this and level of evil is the board. It's nice to actually see those guys come back in Magic. Like I I'm really excited for this set because I hope I'm kind of hoping it's going to be this very dark and flavorful atmosphere that they've tried so hard to get with other sets like Shadowmore. And I'm looking forward to it definitely. Tangent. Uh, hold on, I gotta flip a coin really quick. Yeah, it's good. I like it. <laughs> immortal words from an immortal man. <laughs> what about you? Are you going to do any opinions here? Why? What the hell? <laughs> Whoa! I'm just hoping to God there's more poison. That's all I gotta say. Because I need to make Kibler's. De- I need to make Kibler's deck work. That's what I need to do, and not play that control thing. I want to beat you with poison. I don't want to control it and then slip poison in as kind of an after effect. I want to just be able to pound you out with poison. They got clubs for that, Robert. Yes. <laughs> poison club for men. <laughs> Two people that were at a major tournament recently. One person that's coming back from the dead. And another person who's trying to keep his title as the most hated man of magic. <laughs> oh, and I work hard at it, let me tell you. How do you want to talk about cheers or something? Uh, you want to talk about shirts or something? Shirts, you know, people. I'd like to talk about Michael Posgay, friend getting suspended for six months for not playing slow. Jack, your thoughts on him getting a six-month suspension for uh, bribery? Well, it, whoa, six-month suspension for bribery? What exactly happened? This is the first time I've heard about this. This is the guy that was shoving much in the judge's string, right? Yeah, except for he was doing it real slow. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, 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 look. Uh, then my only opinion on it then, since obviously judges now wear G-strings, is that I really do not want to go to like a GP and it turn into an episode of The Sopranos and we're all at the bottom being club slinging cardboard, okay? Like, this is retarded. <laughs> it's just a card game. Just actually play. If you're really as good as you think you are, then you should put your skills where your money is. You should put your skill... Yeah, okay, that, that phonetically made sense. There we go. KYT, since you and both uh, Mr. Scotte were at a major tournament and had someone come up to you and offer you money to uh, effectively lay down in a tournament, your thoughts? If someone did that to me? Yes. Like, I couldn't... Like, I would be guilty too, right? Like, if I accepted, I yes. think. Yes. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't want any part of that. But, like, this... The interesting thing about this whole thing for me was this Posgay person who, I don't know if you, you, did you call him your friend as a joke or you actually know this person? No, no, no. Just for the, <laughs> for the amount of coverage, coverage he's gotten on SCG Live. And every time he's on SCG Live, the troll feed just goes ballistic on the back. <laughs> How can you know. actually watch the troll feed? Like, it takes so Same much away from the actual broadcast. Like, it's sick. But when he comes up, he brings out more venom than... Because it's fun to read. I, I don't know. I like the guy. Just, I think he's got soul, man. When they're going to get tough... Start bribing. Start bribing? Oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what she wanted people to do? Is like, so they could uh, get their points or whatever? Come on now. So, <laughs> so what is he going to do? Make it rain with magic cards? Here... I have some Jace the Mind Sculptors. Wee! <laughs> hey, with the rising cost of Legacy, I can actually pay for college tuition. I mean, that's not too far off the mark, Robert. Just sign this match slip for me. Oh, what's that underneath? Two Jaces and an Underground scene? 
Yeah, dude. That's, that's, that's real sports right there. <laughs> now, now it's officially sports. Now that bribery is running officially rampant and recent. So, so wait, wait, wait. Guys, what are we going to do when we start having a Hall of Fame consideration? Are we going to have, like, whoever's name and then an asterisk out beside it? Yeah, man. I just yeah. want to say, we, we need steroids and magic now. That's what we <laughs> <laughs> That's the day. <laughs> They'll come up with some kind of brain steroid to make your brain focus harder or something like that, to be able to go beyond what you need to do, and then they'll be busted for brain cheating instead of steroid cheating. See, I already think KYT is doing that because he suggested that in his contest for doing the <laughs> no, Jedi K- mind trick. KYT said it was just an energy drink. Oh, that's what it is. Is that is that why all your guys did so well at that tournament? Because you were giving them, quote, energy drinks? That's right. <laughs> what the hell were you giving Scotty? He was what? injecting no, no. himself. <laughs> here's, a, here's the thing. I wouldn't drink the Kool-Aid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's something in the water out there in Montreal, man. They're breeding some pretty sick players, I got to tell you. So, I just I, I wasn't all about the Kool-Aid. I, I brought my own and it cost me severely. <laughs> well, I think that's probably about it, isn't it? There uh yeah. Roberto. Yeah, I think I think we uh <laughs> Yes, Roberto. <laughs> oh shit. Thought that was God, gone. We that. I thought that was gone. No, we missed that. It's back with a vengeance. No. I'm disappointed, KYP. Should have been calling him Roberto. Come on now. <laughs> so that's because I don't sneak onto his podcast. <laughs> I, I don't want to steal your. Uh, you started it, Tangent, so you have to continue. <laughs> yeah, man, but you carried it on. Come on. <laughs> I just laughed every time you said it. I didn't say it myself. <laughs> you thought it. <laughs> What's so like we're getting back to thought crime even... again. Thought crime. How do you prove that shit? Like I'm waiting for the day where evidence is going to be like, welcome to the cross section of said, you know, defendant's brain. You know, see this slide. <laughs> thought crime. Tangent, I don't know if you were still on Twitter when Robert Tro- like attempted to actually change his Twitter name from. Oh, the that Mimi, was hilarious. Yeah. From the Mimi to Robert. Like Robert MTV no. or something, and he got no, so much, so, so many people tweet back at him to change it back to BB that he had to in like in less than five minutes or something. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so that must have happened so me? fast. That must have happened so fast that I didn't even see it. It was it wasn't an hour or two. It How may, long have, been, it it may have been an hour. <laughs> wow. Get, I've gotten a lot of hate before, but this was just like, what are you doing? Stop it. I'm getting confused. Welcome to my world. Create a, create a Twitter called Roberto and go troll shit. <laughs> Is it like John Medina's ego? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know you've hit it big time in the magic community when somebody actually goes so far as to make a parody account of you. <laughs> Roberto's ego. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh no, that's not what we need. Uh, or do we? Do no. we agree we bring the cast back? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Because we have Kibler's ego and we have Medina's ego. If you live wanted to incorporate cheerleaders, would you volunteer? Would I volunteer if they wanted me to become a cheerleader? Like, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time I've been in a skirt. I won't really go into that 
breezing even live, but in a skirt. But, uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get out there and shake my can and, you know, get some force of wills. I'm cool with that. All right, man. I'm, I'm I'll, I'll be the first male stripper in history paid thousands of dollars to actually keep my clothes on so I can live with that. <laughs> my pale white ass, they wouldn't need stage lights. <laughs> Walks out on stage, just goes spotlight. He just glows. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, like I, Casper hasn't got anything on this, but you know, I think we've we've talked about me being naked and becoming a cheerleader. I'm pretty sure we're at the end of the show. Almost. Oh. Do you want to say anything else before we wrap the show up? It was awesome hearing from you guys. Uh, thanks for welcoming me back, and uh, good to be back. Well, it well, wasn't the same without you. We hope that uh, we hope that this heralds the return of many wonderful inflammatory statements. <laughs> I will work on that, my friend. <laughs> as soon as he works on opening magic cards again, that's the next. <laughs> and that, I was going to ask, when are we going to see you next? Like, when's the next? Where's your next event planned? Man, I gotta look. Man, I gotta check out MTG Mom's site. Uh, what's up? <laughs> You, you go. gotta start MTG Dad at some point. <laughs> yeah, that would be Scotty's site, MTG Dad. Oh, sweet, dude. And that could you be. Think, the... You think I care enough about the general populace? You could make it just well, for Canada. So, hey, why? Jay Blue's gonna create MTG Baby. <laughs> MTGSun.com. <laughs> oh, son. that's right. Sorry. Yeah. But I yeah, to and whatever you posted on MTG Dad, MTG Son would just do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> they totally opposite contrasting colors. I wanted to quickly say that Tangent and Robert, like, I think, I don't remember exactly when we started the A-Team, whether it was before or after, but you guys were our strongest supporters. Definitely gave me the confidence to, to keep pushing it as far as I could. So really hope to, that you guys work together again and, and keep giving... Good podcasts. Yeah, second that. Second that. What I think was, what I really liked about it was that uh, you know we could never go too far on our podcast because you guys were still around. <laughs> <laughs> and so in, in your absence, we've been really unsure about how far to take this, and that's why we've kind of like tamed down a little. So we need you guys to come back out and push the envelope so that we can uh, get back to our former glory. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but love for you too, man. You got it. We gotta name the podcast. Welcome back to the whole effing show with Dad and Child. Dad and Son. <laughs> <laughs> then everybody will be like, "What the heck is this?" Oh, it makes sense now. So that's well, better than who's your effing daddy, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, there's nothing wrong with that. That's really funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, hey, thanks, thanks for welcoming me back, though. It was really awesome to have y'all here. It's, a, it's like a big party. It's like a big welcome back party. Yeah, you do. Jack, you do. I think we should definitely get some theme music for this, because much like this is an episode of Welcome Back, Cotter, it's Welcome Back Tangent, so we should oh, no. have, like, I don't know, do you, do you think I should hum the outro here as we do no, our emails? No, 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 Jack, Jack. <laughs> No, Jack, I've got the music taken care of. Don't worry about it. I got it handled. Well, we'll be happy to make mention on our podcast that you guys are back and that people should be looking out for you. Yeah. Especially since we're fucking on this one. 
Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> good idea to promote yourselves being yeah. on another podcast. That's a good uh, thing. Yeah, why don't we promotion right now? We, we brought KYT yes, in. Yes, let's do some gratuitous plugging. No, we Definitely. We, we brought no, KYT in. Just as we were promoting his new podcast, <laughs> so it's like yeah, we're doing a great job of that tonight. <laughs> oh yes, but Robert. There's no such thing as too much gratuitous plugging. Oh, so oh, these oh, two fine gentlemen are also on another podcast, I believe. Right? I think we've heard of it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. A, 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 a something. Tangent. Uh, uh, I think that's your. Yeah. What show are they on? Tangent. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't know. I thought it was John Kishina's show, actually. Oh, my God. It's the fucking 18, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not John Medina presents the 18? Oh, my God. Actually, yeah, you know, oh, honest, yeah, we, we've maybe, seen a little bit too much. You know. What was that tangent? Oh, I said, oh, that's right. It's the 18. That's right. <laughs> we've, we've seen a little bit too much of John Medina lately. Yeah. Least, uh, well, I, we should rename this. It's Jerry T and John Medina present the A Team. Yeah. Well, I don't see how you guys could have seen too much of John Medina. He's kind of short. You have to look down. Yeah. I love you, John. <laughs> like he's going to listen to this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Howard. <laughs> oh. We have to fucking, we've got to bribe Medina to listen to our own podcast, and the only way to do it is to have him on there. <laughs> so. He's too busy. Oh, yeah, that's the part. Should him and Jay both like hang out underneath the same bridge? <laughs> you know we still are recording, right? <laughs> you yeah. realize that, right? Okay. Just want to make sure you know that. <laughs> oh. I say that a lot, man. I say that a lot. Well, well, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Tangent, I know you're probably pretty close to being back home. Gentlemen, I know you two have another podcast to do. Jack, thank you very much. And to everyone that's listening, again, we're back, hopefully better than ever. And hopefully Tangent will add a microphone to his phone and come out yeah, a little clearer next week. Yeah, these guys after. Ah, don't ask me. Like, I know this stuff. You know you have someone on the podcast here that actually knows a little bit about cell phones and stuff like that. He might be able to help you. you know. No, no, no. Where can we reach these guys? I want to know where to get a hold of KYC and Scotty Max. Oh, well, it's coincidentally, uh, we have a, a, a Twitter account. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's uh, M-T-G-E-H-T-E-A-M, uh, you know, and uh, and KYT has his own uh, at Mana Deprived. He's got his own website. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's manadeprived.com. Uh, and uh, Thanks, I'm all Dad. over the inter- you got it. And, and I'm all over the interwebs as uh, Mr. Scotty Mac. That's M R S C O T T Y M A C. So uh, yeah, wait, shout out. I thought you guys were Donnie Wahlberg fans on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the M T G A team. Yeah, not to be confused oh, with Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jack, where can they find you? All right, you can definitely reach me at jack at mtgcast.com. I will answer all mail, including the hate mail. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Jack LaCroix, but <clears throat> excuse me, do that at your own discretion because that's also tied into my blog, The Bitter Better Man, which is definitely not safe for work. So 
if you're if you have to ask your parents if you can get on the internet, you're not old enough to follow me on Twitter. So there you <laughs> go. You know what? Truthfully, I follow your blog and your Tumblr account, and there are days where I just wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep your eyes peeled for Friday. I mean, the the entry about the comic that featured gratuitous Kulu esque rape today was nothing compared to tomorrow. Fair enough. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, guys. <laughs> wow. You you can reach me in, on Twitter on the as the beamy. You can reach us at manascrewed at manascrewed at gmail dot com. Send us your thoughts, comments, all the other fun stuff that you've missed out on for the last month or so since we've been offline. So on that note, everybody, thank you again for listening. We yeah. will see you next Sam, time. Sam Jim Schwein on Twitter, thanks, man. Oh. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right, Joe. Do you actually use your Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta come back on now because we're doing the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, again, everybody, thank you again and have a good one.